In our Meet the CEO feature, the CEO of Jolly Bloomers, Dr. Angela Mirambe, shares her range of practical and innovative solutions for those looking for meticulous home care. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Dong. Our CEO of the week is a doctor, mother, and entrepreneur who has ventured into the world of home care. She's passionate about all-round family care. From setting your mind at ease by ensuring your child minder has all the training for the best child care to providing tools for sumptuous meals in the comfort of your home. Meet Dr. Angela Mirembe. So uh, my name is Dr. Angela Mirembe and I'm a medical doctor with a passion for children, um, anything mothering, wifing, homemaking. And yeah, so... Um, in 2019, I started a business called Jolly Bloomers, and I started the business as a daycare, really. And um, I started it after I had my nanny of three years had left me. Well, she was a super nanny, and when she left, I felt like, oh my goodness, okay, my world is really over. And um I didn't know how I would start, like recruiting another person, interviewing them and making sure that they were right for my baby. Yeah. So um, one day I just got a light bulb moment that, hey, I could actually start a daycare where mothers can bring their new nannies to learn about childcare. You know, I figured that for some moms, the home setting is really so ideal. Like you have all the toys at home, you you feel that the environment at home is quite conducive and somehow you're lucky with house help. So yeah, there are those moms who feel like, you know, I would rather have my child at home and even the commute and, you know, it can be crazy. So that's why I had the idea of um, having a daycare where mothers could bring their newly hired helps to learn about childcare. So the help ideally comes with the baby to the daycare and then yes, to learns about childcare from there well and then COVID came and our daycare had just been open for only four months it had really started picking up and then yeah, it had to close because of COVID so right now our daycare business is on hold till COVID is over so our investment really just literally went down the drain since we had just started when the pandemic hit Uganda, leading to the closure of the business, Dr. Mremba says like many business owners, they had to return to the drawing board on how to keep the business alive. She tailored the business to suit the needs of the times. Yes, so um, after COVID came, we had to think different about how we could survive given the times and what other services we could offer. And yes, so I figured that, yes, since they, much as daycares are closed, uh, some mothers have to go back to work. And well, now they have to think about childcare. And sadly, for those who really detest having a house help, they just might need a house help now. So what we're doing now is um, empowering house helps, uh, teaching them about childcare, preparing nutritious meals for children. Yeah, so we are helping working mothers this way. And um, what we do, we have a nanny training program which covers uh, different areas, um, child care, which can include activities, uh, child nutrition, and even general hygiene. And yes, we also teach households how to cook um, food for families. 
Yes, and uh, what happens is we do a needs assessment before starting this training. The parent tells us what are their needs, um, what are the gaps, you know, what are the strengths, and then we build on that. As we do the meal plans, for example, we acknowledge the fact that different families have different diet plans, so we that's why we do the assessment. Dr. Mremba says while they have been able to think out of the box, the prolonged closure of the early childhood development sector will have reverberating effects on both businesses and professionalism in the industry. Yes, so um, I think this prolonged closure is really, really terrible for ECD business. One, because there's no certainty. Uh, Some of us were renting premises. So personally, we paid rent for 13 months when we were not um, having any income, just hoping that, you know, daycares will eventually open. And it's been close to two years now and daycares are not open. So I think this has obviously um, led to the closure of so many daycares, which is really going to make it difficult for parents who might need emergency child care. Uh, parents might need to look into um, community child care. Maybe you uh, take your children to the neighbors this day and the next day the neighbor brings their children to you or when you finally have help, um, you could help with the neighbor's children, something like that. And then um, also, I think it's I think it's going to make um, child care more expensive in the future because even the teachers themselves might be a little hard to get. Like They're also looking at alternative um sources of income and definitely they'll now start weighing whether staying in their mainstream is as lucrative as the alternative sources of income that they could have found. And then um, also on the brighter side, I think um, since teachers might be out of jobs, you might find that uh, we might start recruiting more professional people for childcare at home uh, compared to what has previously been the case that, you know, we are recruiting illiterate people. Now teachers have started going to people's homes and yeah, it's something that never know could continue and then we could do still group child care maybe um, in a certain neighborhood. The children take their children, I mean the parents take their children to a certain household with a professional child minder. But it's not all gloom. A famous saying in this pandemic has been innovate or die. Dr. Mirembe has expanded the business to provide meal solutions. She caters for both beginners who are just starting out on their cooking journey to those who are more advanced and subscribe to the do-it-yourself philosophy. So one of our innovations right now also is um, meal solutions for families, single people. Basically, what we do is um, if you can't cook the food, we can make the food for you. So we offer have a meal delivery service where for just 15,000 shillings per meal uh, minus delivery, we deliver food to you and we have a different meal on the menu every day. So every day for every day of the month. So we offer this service for 20 working days and then we have, um, we can have say Chinese Tuesday, Italian Wednesday, like each day has a different theme just so that you don't get bored. And then if you want to cook the food yourself, we have two options for you. Either we can make a meal plan for you with recipes that you can follow through and um, this meal plan has 
really all your meals for the day, Monday to Sunday, and recipes for all these meals. Then um, also, if you find it hard to follow through with the recipes, we can teach you how to cook. So we also have cooking classes. The cooking classes are can be either for the house help or for the house manager. Whoever it is that wants to learn how to cook, we can teach you how to cook. She also talks about the future of the business. So the future of our business really is um, happy parents and happy nannies. That's our main aim right now. Um, We want to help working moms know that even at home, it's possible for their children to get great child care depending on how skilled the child minder is. So um, you know that many mothers face a challenge of really not knowing what to do with the house help in terms of adequate training, even guidance. Yes, so we actually help these households learn that, you know, it's not just about uh, switching the TV on for the baby or giving them a whole bunch of toys to play with. Each of these toys have a different purpose. So um, we teach them how to utilize the different play materials. That was Dr. Angela Mirembe, Managing Director at Jolly Blue Mesiganda. A quick review of the other stories that are making it into the podcast. Over 1,500 young entrepreneurs, about a third of which are from Africa, have converged in Paris for the new Africa-France Summit. The delegates started beatings under the Ambition Africa 2021, hosted by the French Ministry of Economy, Finance and Recovery, to be followed by another event by BPI France. The Africa-France Summit is the first of its magnitude where heads of government or agencies would not be at the centre of deliberations. The main summit itself takes place today in Montpellier, where Macron, Emmanuel, president of France, will be attending a plenary session to get feedback on deliberations over the course of preceding meetings. The new summit signifies the relaunch of the France-Africa relationship and would lead to reviving initiatives, either that was launched but failed to achieve desired results or that perhaps did not even take off before. Moderna says it plans to invest $500 million to build a messenger RNA vaccine manufacturing facility in Africa and expects to begin a process for country and site selection soon. The biotechnology company's proposed site is expected to produce 500 million vaccine doses each year, including for COVID-19 and other conditions. The plant will also include drug substance manufacturing, as well as fill-to-finish and packaging capabilities. According to Moderna CEO Stéphane Bancel, while they are working to increase capacity in the current network to deliver vaccines for the ongoing pandemic in 2022, they believe it's important to invest in the future. The number of countries on England's COVID travel red list will be cut from 54 to 7. South Africa, Brazil and Mexico come off the red list, which requires travellers to quarantine in unapproved hotel at their cost for 10 full days. England's Transport Secretary Grant Sharp said the changes begin on Monday, 11th of October and mark the next step in opening travel. The latest move will be seen as a boost to the airline industry and families separated during the pandemic. Panama, Colombia, Venezuela, Peru, Ecuador, Haiti and the Dominican Republic remain on the red list. Arrivals from 37 more destinations will have their vaccination status certificates recognized, meaning they can avoid more expensive post-arrival testing requirements. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Ruthadong.